0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. During Workplace Prayer Live, we invited various friends to present, and the one person who was not able to make it was my healing prayer person, Cindy McFadden, and I had known from the beginning that that was a possibility. It would be a coast-to-coast flight for her, and as she said, like that would not be a problem. It's more like you have to be obedient to what the Lord tells you to do. And the Lord never gave her permission to go. And she was kind of like, I keep having temper tantrums with the Lord about this, but it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. So I wasn't worried about it because I thought, well, we would want her to talk about healing prayer. And if she's not able to make it, that is actually kind of my thing. And so I am happy to be the understudy to talk about healing prayer and what fascinated me is that if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you pretty much have heard (laughs) all the stories that I was given in order to share and I will say I felt like I was having a temper tantrum with the Lord because I thought, Lord, my goal in having a presentation or the entire event we didn't want it to be something that you could get if you were just staying home, right? We wanted, it was really close to, especially to my heart to say, if you come to an event, you should get more than what you could get just listening to a lecture series at your house, right? Like, We all recognize that there are people who can teach very beautifully, but you don't need to go to hear them in person to get the lecture. I mean, this is why I have a podcast is so that I can talk (laughs) and, and teach and explore different ideas, but we don't have to be in person for this. You can be sitting next to me in the car virtually as you listen to this. And so I felt like I was just having this little tug of war argument with the Lord because he gave me a really specific set of things to talk about and then he like he kept narrowing it down and honing it and I would have these really lovely ideas for different activations or like here's how you know we'll all stand up and say this together and and no he kept honing it and reorganizing it and that was fine but even in the middle of the night before like between Friday and Saturday I was up and I was just saying like, please, Lord, can we adjust this? And he was just not bending. Like, nope, this is the lesson I have for you. And please just be obedient to deliver it. And part of it ended up being telling my story about why I treasure healing prayer and how I needed healing prayer, especially inner healing and just the that aspect of my, my life, the experience I had after having the foster daughter for a while and the challenges with that. Oh yeah. So it ended up being pretty intense. And uh, basically it was like, you know, Christian healing ministries talks through four forms of healing prayer. So there's obviously you can pray for physical healing. They talk about spiritual healing, which would be forgiveness. This is also very important then there is deliverance, which we recognize from the Bible, casting out demons. And then the fourth one is inner healing. So healing of the mind, will, and emotions. Well, as I was talking to the Lord about it more, I thought, well, but there's actually, I don't really know where confession and repentance fits into any of those four. And yet we recognize from the book of James, especially that there is something very healing about confession. So that became number five. And then the sixth one, and this is where we ended, was with generational healing. And so I thought, you know, it's kind of like there's three that are pretty obvious from the pages of scripture, and then three that we maybe don't talk about quite as much. You know, generational healing, that one is, you can see it in the scripture, but it's a little bit buried, right? You think about how... Mordecai's ancestor was I believe the father of Saul so Kish was the was that man's name and Saul was supposed to kill all or he was supposed to kill the king of the Agagites and he did not and then what you find later is you have Mordecai also descended from Kish perhaps through a different line but uh, he needed to kill Haman the Agagite and so you have this I mean, not literally Mordecai, um, but like the the process was to wipe out that particular enemy of the Jews, and so there is this sense of the long time generational wrongs being put to rights, and that was a powerful time. I or like it was powerful to be able to talk about that, to be able to share some of the stories, and. And then I asked for questions, which in retrospect, I was like, why did I do that? Because I actually am not, I don't think that I'm super good at uh, being on my feet I, or answering on my, on my feet. I, I'm not, I think I've gotten better and I'm not saying that as like a curse over myself, more just like an honest assessment. <laughs> if I have my preference, I prefer to generally know where I'm going and then have kind of a little bit of ad lib Within that, meaning I'm not reciting a memorized talk, but then I also (laughs) am not great at answering questions on on the fly. And so what was so precious is after I took the first question, Bob had come up and he said, you know, we are all actually really feeling the healing prayer, generational healing. And so if you could break into groups of two or three at your tables, and let's just continue to pray about that for a little bit. And so this was so fun for me because Bob and I stayed at the front watching and praying as the different groups broke up and to be able to see who was praying with whom. And that was really precious. And then I will also say as an organizer, you know, there's certain things I've only ever been a participant. And so it was really interesting to say, okay, so Bob, this was supposed to end at 11. We're going to have a break until whatever, 1120, uh, how are we doing? How do we want to do that? Maybe we're going to break at 1130 anyway. But he said, no, you want to hold off because we still have, almost everybody is still deeply in conversation. There might be some tears, but then within about five more minutes, then he said, okay, and probably half the people now have kind of broken out of the really intense part of that prayer. And so at that point, then I could say, okay, we're going to a break. So you are welcome to keep praying or you're welcome to just stretch your legs, have some conversation. But to do that short announcement, and then he said, Notice what just happened that there are still people who are in their prayer time, and then there are others who are ready to stand up and go and have breaks and move on. So I just felt like that was fun for me to be educated a little bit in crowd, or not crowd management, but kind of like larger group management because have never been a pastor or anything to have any sense of how to even read the room. So there you go. If you also have never had that experience, now you have some extra tips. So, okay. Thank you, Jesus, for all the forms of healing prayer. We are so grateful. Amen.